0: This, this 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 is mythical what's the best sparkling water the sport crew says they have the answer check out their ranking of the best sparkling waters on the market flavored or not
1: i sweat profusely have many physical injuries and i will not rest until i'm the best in the world does that mean cooking's a sport this, this is, is a hot
0: dog is, is a sandwich, sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah,
1: I put ice in my cereal, so what? That
0: makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Share.
0: And I'm your host, Nicole the Lanayde.
1: Nicole the Destroyer, <laughs> standing at five foot... What are you like, five three, foot four? Five, oh, five foot three? And a half and a half. And, a, and like, how much, how much <laughs> do you weigh? Tell I am the world. No tell tell you the no world. Much I weigh. <laughs> Nicole, today we are discussing is cooking a sport? Now, you and I, hold on, hold on. Before you poo poo this idea, I'm not
0: poo pooing anything.
1: You and I went to the world's greatest sporting spectacle together on July 4th, 2022. <laughs> That's right. And we saw Joey, American Hero Chestnut, one, take down something like 52 hot dogs. His numbers were down. A lot of Because of the heat and humidity. And
0: he also hurt himself. And, and he, he popped a he blood had a vessel broken in foot, his popped eye.
1: Popped a blood vessel in his eye <laughs> and choked out a vegan protester. Oh, that was who, crazy. Hey, listen, a lot of people have something to say about that. If someone comes into you and like elbows you in the back rushing a stage, you kind of have a right to throw him to the ground. That's Obby. what I believe in. Point is – Eating hot dogs competitively, that is definitely a sport. Mm-hmm. And if you can consider that a sport, Nicole, if you can tune into ESPN2 at any given time of day and find darts and poker and NASCAR darts? and horse racing, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, World Series of Darts, pretty fun to watch, mm. actually, if I'm being honest, a cornhole, then why is cooking not considered a sport? I think cooking is a sport. Uh, explain, because we're on the same page. And
0: I'm one of the greatest athletes that have ever <laughs> existed, are you kidding <laughs> you are me? You
1: Serena Williams. You thing.
0: don't even know! My career of ten years, I have done everything from food stylist, recipe and re- R&D chef, of, uh, what else have I done?
1: Uh, On-camera
0: talent, behind-the-camera talent, worked in restaurants, catered,
1: You got... We, you're what we call a five-tool player in baseball.
0: You don't even know! The stuff I've done in the food world, it is crazy. And I feel like a seasoned athlete. I feel like I'm an athlete. I am an athlete. But
1: to be clear. I'm a clear, cooking athlete. If we can just be clear, I've listen, won
0: cooking competitions. Do- I've also <laughs> lost cooking competitions. <laughs>
1: I love this because this is literally your Super Bowl. As somebody who did not grow up playing sports <laughs> yeah. competitively, you no, were put I you were danced. put in the classes. I
0: danced a lot. I did tennis for like a year, and then I tore my Achilles tendon.
1: <laughs> you tore your Achilles playing tennis like, as a child?
0: tore like like more like, like you really like stretched it. it, almost tore it.
1: <laughs> you 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 went down, you got hurt, you, you were taken out of uh, time yeah, 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 yeah. You're a natural athlete. <laughs> um <laughs> If I can play devil's advocate here, because I am um, if I'm being honest, I don't think cooking is a sport. Um, then I why do did think, you give
0: that spiel in the beginning saying you did?
1: Oh, I don't know. Sometimes I just say things to say them. Oh, really? And I see <laughs> what you're going to say, and I'm like, well, maybe I can just debunk this. Um, but I think society has turned cooking into a sport against all odds. Uh-huh, I think uh-huh. there are a lot of corollaries with cooking and sports. I don't necessarily know if that means that cooking is a sport. But you huh. take something like Iron Chef, right?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Iron Chef, to me, half of the cooking content out there. In media, on streamers, Food Network, whatever, uh-huh, is uh-huh. now a competition. Yes. So we've turned cooking into a sport.
0: So what is the difference between a comp, a competition, and a sport? Like, what is the difference?
1: Well, that's a great example. I think <laughs> if we look at something like dancing, right?
0: Competitive dancing, salsa.
1: Is is, com- is is competitive dancing a sport? Bachata. Is bachata a sport? Yes. Is uh what's the other one? Foxtrot. Flamenco.
0: Flamenco, foxtrot, tango? waltz, tango.
1: Ballroom.
0: Ball. There's so many dances.
1: Whatever Patrick Swayze was doing in Dirty Dancing, where he did the humping. He did dancing. the humping. He, dan- <laughs> he did the dirty dancing. That's a sport. Wow. No, but for real, okay. If yeah, take dancing is,
0: competitive <laughs> dancing is a sport.
1: I Part of me takes the definition of sport very literally in a way that I don't want to bend on. Hmm. Right? Like you look at something like skateboarding, right, where skateboarding is effectively dancing. You have judges who are giving a uh, – you have judges who are giving a score based on a routine that Correct. is all subjective. BMX. And the same BMX, is yeah. the same thing. Snowboarding, skiing, stuff like that. Those are sports. I don't know if they are. I think <gasps> they are art forms that can be subjectively and competitively critiqued, but I don't think they're sports. What? And I'll tell you why. It's a,
0: skiing is an Olympic sport. Uh,
1: well, uh, yeah, so is skateboarding. So, so is, is BMX. Dis-
0: discus. is a sport. But
1: discus is incredibly different than something like skateboarding. Let me, let me explain. I believe that. Cooking, skateboarding, and ballroom dancing, none of them are sports. They are all art forms that can be subjectively critiqued. They are all physical, but it doesn't mean they're sports because of the subjective nature. They are judged Hmm. as an art, which to me makes Hmm. sense. It is the same thing as um, – you ever see like the world uh, – what do they call Like the cattle grading championships? Yes. Your team – Texas A&M always winning every single year. They go and they okay. grade the cattle. <laughs> they're like, this cow's teats are too big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they're judged on their own judging. It's the same thing. Discus, on the other hand – Nicole, this is a sport that I devoted a large chunk of my life to. Yes. Shot put, discus, hammer throw. I love track and field. Javelin. Javelin. That's so tough on the cool. rotator cuff. The reason I think these are the most pure sports, track and field, right, is that everything is objectively measurable. There is no judging involved, right? You can either throw a. What is a referee
0: if not a judge?
1: No, but but the referee is only there to maintain objective rules, right? Like it has nothing to do with like, oh, I thought that nine hundred, you know, five forty McTwist looked better than this person's five forty McTwist. Right? This is simply like, did the person fall out of the ring or not? So a judge in track and field doesn't need to be there. It could be automated. It can be. It could be a camera be. with a series of sensors and GPS trackers mm, on mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. but it's not. But literally, that's what attracted me to track and field so much is that the pure objective nature of it, mm-hmm. right? There's no, um, you know, if you're in a cooking competition against somebody, you could think that your dish tastes better than another person's dish. You get, eh? it's okay. If you are in a cooking competition against somebody, right? And we've both been here yes. on our show, on other shows, you could think that your dish tastes better than another, and then the judges could have a completely different opinion. With a true sport, and to me, this is the essence of sports, Nicole, hmm. there is no judgment involved.
0: But what about, like, for example, Louis, there's a competition regarding knife cuts. What okay. about that? What about there's a competition saying, "Oh, oh. you have to be able to do um, a three quarter inch dice on this carrot. You oh. have to be able to do a fine mince on this garlic. You have to do a Brunoise on the celery, and you have to do a tournée of four potatoes. And oh, I will measure, on. and I will measure those those tournées.
1: Wait, now we're talking, Nicole. Okay,
0: quantifiable, right? It's all about taste. You have, so a lot of the times, like the shows that we watch and stuff, and the shows that we're on are about taste. But think about like being graded on a test. It's the same exact thing. I had to do that test in culinary school. That's interesting
1: because what you're talking about now. This isn't cooking. We're talking about um, the closest sports corollary I can think of. is cooking. Fencing. No, 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 no. Way better. The best sport in the world is not track and field. It is competitive lumberjacking.
0: Oh, lumberjacking. Okay.
1: Have you ever seen that? Yes. They used to call it the great outdoor games, and it would be mm-hmm. like you I have to. I went to one, actually. Did you really?
0: Yeah, when I went to Alaska.
1: That's incredible. Yeah, it was cool. They, like, hack into the tree, and then they they put a board in the tree, and then they jump on top of the board, and they keep hacking away. Yes, yes, yes. Similar things. They're being judged on their knife cuts on a tree. Mm -hmm. I think there's a world in which uh, competitive technical cookery could be considered a sport. But does that exist right now?
0: Mm No, but I do think – well, hmm, I don't know. Well, for example, (laughs) like, in some cooking shows, there's, like, you have to make the perfect French roast, And this is how you make the French roast. You have to do all of these things to be able to. You have to do steps one through seven to get a French roast. For example, Great British Baking Show. That is a sport, man. Paul Hollywood stands there and teaches you how to make a shortbread. (sighs) Teaches you how to make a shortbread. You have to follow all the steps and you have to follow them to a T or else your shortbread will fail.
1: Right, so that that would be – That's a sport. That's similar to ice skating, right? Is chess a sport? You have, is
0: chess a sport?
1: No, I don't consider chess a Why sport. Why don't
0: you think – you don't think Physicality
1: – no, physicality is not um, do endemic all sports, to
0: – Do all sports require physicality? A
1: sport has to involve physicality and physical okay, prowess. About, Otherwise, it's a game. It's okay, a game. Okay,
0: what about Rubik's Cubes? What about those kids that stack the cups? Mm. Their physicality. Ooh, cup,
1: def- no, cup stacking is the prime definition of a sport. Yes, cup it is. Cup stacking is just track and field for people who can't run but can, like, go <laughs> really fast.
0: Yeah, Ooh. My chapstick <laughs> fell. <laughs> you have chronically dry lips. It's crazy.
1: Chapstick, yeah. She's going to
0: drink more water. Um, but like I was saying... I believe that cooking is a sport because number one danger everywhere. <laughs> There's okay,
1: let's let's run down a list of the similarities between cooking and sports. Okay. Because there are There's a lot.
0: no similarities to the same thing but okay, go ahead. Okay.
1: Okay, number one um physically demanding. Oh, honey. Right?
0: These dogs are barking. Woof woof.
1: We have similar injuries, plantar fasciitis. <laughs> remember? Remember when my feet hurt so bad that I couldn't wear normal shoes?
0: Because <laughs> yeah, but- Fasciitis. i don't
1: think it's plantar fasciitis but it's something Dude,
0: david has had plantar fasciitis <laughs> for the past year and i go honey we have to buy you custom insoles and he's like i don't want them i'm like mother effer if you don't spend seven hundred dollars and get yourself some custom insoles i'm gonna chop your feet off he struggles every day he comes out of bed and he stretches on this stupid stretching thing and i'm like you need insoles
1: does make <laughs> Constant striving for progression and greatness.
0: Always. Right? Always. That's the name of the game when you when you're a cook.
1: Number three. <laughs> Physically demanding, which is also number one. <laughs> oh no, I gotta go to one number three. Team atmosphere. Oh a lot yeah. Of team bonding.
0: What is it? What, cooking on the line, it's all about working as
1: a team. We need it's, to have communication. You Have a coach. If you're yeah, you have oh that's <laughs> good. Oh hierarchical <laughs> structure. Is yeah, that yeah, similar yeah. to sports? Coach? Chef. Sous chef is like Teammates? a point guard. Teammates? Um The the chef de cuisine. No, the chef de cuisine is like a point a, an assistant coach. Oh,
0: okay. No, no okay. Wearing the coach,
1: a suit. Coach is executive it's lady chef. lady wearing a suit. Coach is executive chef. They're not in there playing <laughs> the game. Right? And then you got the, the chef de cuisine, uh-huh. the CDC. Right? Yeah, they're yeah. probably in there running the day-to-day operations. They're, they're your point yeah, guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. distributing. Who's You got sous chef. They're what I'd call point forward.
0: Okay, have you ever like seen... Like
1: Yanes Aterocumbo.
0: Have you ever seen the movie where Adam Sandler finds talent?
1: Um, yeah, it was called Hustle.
0: Yeah, what would that be in like a restaurant? Expo?
1: What is... Oh, you're talking about a scout? Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, okay, so Adam Sandler... I'm sorry, I need to briefly explain sports to Nicole. So Adam Sandler was an international scout oh, in yeah? Hustle. Uh-huh. So he would be like a truffle purveyor. <laughs> oh, that's right? a good one. In a restaurant, like yeah, somebody who they are going to far off lands... To yeah. find unique ingredients yeah. that may or may not pay off for the greater success of the organization. I so have to tie like my hair up. Pur- they're like a purveyor of rare goods.
0: I have to tie my hair up. You know? Up. Josh, let me tell you something.
1: Uh, line cook. <laughs> line cook, Nicole. That's your shooting guards. Josh, I get
0: it. That's Whatever. Your okay, that's your wings. That's your slashers. Understand. That's the I people who
1: a- they're in. They're in the sticks. I have They're a- scoring <laughs> for the team. They're getting buckets. They're out there Josh. hammering out The <laughs> Milanesa.
0: Josh, I have an idea for you, okay? Think about someone that works at a mattress store, okay?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I, I am listening. Nicole, for once, I'm listening to you. I love mattress stores. Do you really? Can I tell you a quick mattress store story? Yeah. It's also a story of why I don't like to poop in public. Um, So I went to a mattress store sophomore year, just moved into our first apartment with Jackie, Marcus, and Andrew, Uh my roommates, and we were bargaining on mattresses. We got the guy down at a really good price if we all bought new mattresses. We're in there. We're joking with him. We're working our charm. Jackie, out of nowhere, just goes, where's your bathroom? The guy points to a door that's like four feet away from where we all are. Jackie's in there for eight to ten minutes. We're like, what's going on? Jackie's really... (laughs) Pooping at the mattress stores, we're about to close a deal, uh-huh. and then Jackie just comes out, leaves the door open, and Ew. just poo smell wafts through the whole mattress store. And I've never so comically seen a man as the mattress store salesman go in my life. And we're like, "So do we got a deal or what?" And the guy's just like, "Oh, yeah, like just can we go to the register?" Uh And so that's why I don't like. Um, pooping in public, but I like mattress. So, <laughs> okay. you're saying, Nicole, the floor's yours.
0: Think about a mattress store. okay? <laughs> I'm
1: thinking about it. Think about this one in Goleta, California that Jackie's then, absolutely stink bombs. Okay,
0: okay. And, then, and then think about the backstock. Uh huh. Okay, okay. Think about the guy or the girl that has to lift up the mattresses and put them up lift them Yeah, like a put clean and jerk. The clean and jerking,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, uh, like a. Exactly. Like, what's his name? Reza.
0: Dude, I don't know what the f is. Hossein talking Hossein
1: Razazadeh. He
0: thinks just because I'm Persian, I know all the Persian. How do you? People. No,
1: I think you know Persian gold medalists who are heroes.
0: And I don't know who he is. Is he's he cute? A, yeah, he's a
1: weightlifter. What is he cute? I'll look him up. I'll look him up. Oh, is he the really? Explaining.
0: Is he the big chunkiest guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, big chungus. You were do. saying, this is Hossein Razazadeh. Yeah, like, <laughs> look he's at this huge. <laughs> he's the beefiest boy ever. Oh my man. Gosh, he's he, oh, he clean jerked like 500 pounds. So, he like Jack
0: Black. Um. Like I was saying, if you, I had, if if they, hey, I'm, I'm stop looking I, at no, him so
1: much. I can't stop watching, I Pay can't attention. stop looking at pictures of this Iranian heavyweight uh, lifting.
0: Pay attention to me. Look at so, that.
1: Oh, just contact Josh, on the belly. You're
0: in a mattress saying, store. I'm in a mattress Maggie. store.
1: Jackie just pooped. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh, you want me to physically look behind me at yeah, the theoretical pretend- <laughs> mattresses? Go ahead.
0: <laughs> Someone is putting the mattresses up and up, yeah, yeah they, they, they can't can afford a forklift. No. No, no, someone's going to do it. A big,
1: big Iranian weightlifter <laughs> yeah, throwing yeah, them yeah, up there. It's a yeah, persian american yeah, yeah, on mattress yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, So, So the, the, imagine a camera. Uh-huh. Like ESPN, yeah. there's no mattress-throwing competitions out there. No. It's physical labor. Sure. It's a job. Yeah. But holy crap, ain't nobody watching that. No. <laughs> ain't nobody pitching it to ESPN. Hey, you want to see mattress sacking? No, nobody cares about that.
1: Food. You're Cookies. saying the demand <laughs> for audience is what determines sporthood.
0: A lot of the time. Yes. What, a lot of the time, yes. Of
1: course. I'll tell you what, I consider strongman a sport, but you go to any regional strongman competitor, Nicole, not one person watching. You might have a couple <laughs> supportive wives what and about- girlfriends. You might have some wags out there, you know what I mean? Okay, but what about like Ain't nobody watching it. Is CrossFit a sport? Because there are CrossFit cr- because, is one of the most profitable because, sports in the world. Because Nicole. there
0: are CrossFit games. Correct. Right. There are so many international food competitions that you and I don't even know about. Oh,
1: the Bocuse d'Or.
0: All of them. Talk about the Bocuse d'Or. Well, I don't know about the Bocuse d'Or. You don't know
1: about the Bocuse d'Or, <laughs> Nicole. It is literally <laughs> the most prestigious cooking competition in the entire world, and it yeah. is old school, and it is French. Yeah. And they got the real tall toques with all the yeah, like Nicole you know, there, like that. Making that Paul Bocuse style food where you take like a whole goat and you boil its bladder and then you wrap that around a rabbit and make a sauce out of its blood and then put the cucumber (laughs) shingles on the fish to look like scales and then a Frenchman comes around and goes, that is bad. (laughs) And then you lose. Yeah. Like, see,
0: like, that's, that's a, I don't, it's, it's the. Shoot. Food is, is the, is the apex of sport, art, and um, what is it? Biological need. Dang. Cause it's food, right? You need sustenance. Yeah, it's like
1: if you had like competitive breathing. <laughs> you know, like yeah, like you need yeah, air if you yeah, were. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Okay. It's
0: like it's like at the bottom of, of competitive glasses, vaping. Hydro-key. No, no, competitive that, is that a sport? Competitive vaping. Why like to see like out? who
1: can I don't know do the sickest clouds.
0: Yeah, I mean it was for a second.
1: Wait, Maggie's googling competitive vaping while you keep going. Keep going, Nicole. But I was, I'm trying I was, to- I was getting it. <laughs> Yeah, okay, well, competitive vaping is incredibly real and incredibly sick.
0: It's real, but I don't (laughs) know. No, bro, hold
1: on. (laughs) We're watching videos of competitive vaping, and it is sick. Dude, this guy looks super sick. That guy
0: gets so much Bro, his O's
1: are like... (laughs)
0: <laughs> that guy probably has like three girlfriends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At least. At least. And each of those girlfriends has three girlfriends. Yeah. This guy's yeah. a pyramid yeah, of girls.
0: Yeah, he ain't big. He ain't With set <laughs>
1: clouds like that and those rocking O's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set. Dude, no.
0: Yeah, my girl got a girlfriend. Set. <laughs> yeah. I think the <laughs> subject of what is and what isn't a sport. Cannot be defined within this the confines of this podcast, but food and and cooking as a competition as a sport, I believe it is because it requires skill, it re- requires talent, it requires practice. It's about pride. It's about yeah. power. We stay hungry. We yeah. devour. That, pretty much, and I think I think all those things are also there's 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 skill in throwing mattresses at the top of the other mattresses, but there's no. I have a question. Passion. Do you
1: believe that there are actually <laughs> large, strong Iranian men throwing mattresses like very high above other mattresses, or do you no. think that they've figured out a?
0: I'm just saying, this one mattress place can't this,
1: afford the forklift. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, they okay. can't rent but one, but they do have so many mattresses that they need to throw them atop them. <laughs> of course, how
0: do you store mattresses? Foreklift. I would invest in a forklift. I would
1: invest in a forklift. How yeah, do you business. store mattresses? I've decided that cooking's a sport, and let me tell you why. <laughs> if running, Nicole, check this out. When it, every time you make an omelet in your home, you are not participating in a sport no but you are doing the athletic thing in the same vein that running is both a sport and not a sport in the sense that if you are um running to uh, Elliot kipchoge right (laughs) yeah big Elliot Kipchoge guy out here if you're him and you're running marathons out there winning hundreds of thousands of dollars in prize money you are participating in the sport of running yes if you are Elliot Jones, a notoriously slow jogger out of Poughkeepsie, where's that, Jersey? (laughs) (laughs) And you're out there jogging on a Sunday you're just doing a fun athletic activity, but you are not participating in the sport because there's no competition involved. Yes, so cooking, you're making an omelet for your own sustenance. Mm-hmm. That's not a sport. However, you go to that Boku's door, Nicole, and you are putting your body on the line, your mind on the line. You need to stay focused. You mm-hmm. need to stay physically yep. engaged. Yeah. You need to be precise. precise. You need to move with swiftness and mm-hmm. deafness yes. and touch yes. to win, yes. especially when it's country v. country for your pride on the line. Yeah, that's a sport. I think I agree with you.
0: Thank you. It makes sense.
1: Do you think that that athletes are more successful in the kitchen than non-athletes?
0: Say that one more time.
1: Do you think that athletes have a successful time crossing over to cooking? Because I feel like I've known, myself included, you know, Mm -hmm. V, college basketball player, I knew a chef who refused to hire people from culinary school and mostly staffed his kitchen with athletes because they knew how to work as a team. They knew how to default to hierarchy, listen to a coach. They knew how to deal with physically uncomfortable situations. You know, they could lift heavy cambros, Nicole. Yeah. Filled with brining corned beef briskets.
0: Yeah. I mean, sure. I think a kitchen can employ athletes.
1: That's very brave. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, I
0: I agree. I I think, again, there's a lot of physicality that goes into cooking and people don't consider that because they're nonas, you know. Yeah, yeah. Make Sunday gravy, and they're just like, whatever.
1: I met some nonas with really big forearms, though. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that comes into play.
0: Yeah. Like, cooking, again, it's it's when you're cooking. I mean, cooking on the line and every single meal that you're cooking is, like, kind of a sport. It is. It's kind of a competition. It's every you day is game day. Every day is game day when you're on the line.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, but when you're like cooking with a competition and like cameras are on you and food has been made beforehand, and uh, I don't necessarily even consider that a cooking competition. I don't consider that a sport.
1: (laughs) My bad. Okay, so what you're talking about is wrestling. (laughs) No, 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 hear me out, hear me out. What are you talking about? Because, okay, wrestling is not a sport. I don't know if that, I mean, Olympic style wrestling, Greco Roman wrestling, freestyle wrestling, that's a sport. I'm talking about WWE. I love WWE. I love WWE. WWE is dancing. It's drama. It's drama. It's drag. It's it's Broadway. I love WWE. But to me, since there's no real element of competition in there, Mm -hmm. there's certainly a ton of physicality involved. There's a ton of risk to injury (gasps) involved. My God, how dangerous that is. They are obviously incredibly athletic people, but the act that they are participating in is not a sport. It's an art, right? It's a performance, you know? And I consider cooking to be that same way. When you're on a cooking show, mm. like Chopped, right? Yeah. We're like, listen, some of that's rigged out there, you know? Yeah, of course. I believe the producer's determine who's gonna win in the same way that, not to spoil wrestling for you out there, in the same way that a wrestling mm. champion is predetermined mm-hmm. in the script of the show. So I think Shoot. that, but you look at something like Top Chef. Be cool. Mm-hmm. Top Chef is my third favorite sports season after one outdoor track, two, Indoor track. <laughs> Three, Top Chef. Four, like NFL, college football, NBA. Those are all tied down there. Um But I believe Top Chef is an incredibly, I don't want to say realistic, but I believe they play it very straight. I've in heard, terms of? In terms of they aren't reheating, refiring that's dishes. That's awesome. You know, if I respect it. If the clock runs out, they do it. They don't hype up the drama in certain ways they do, of course, but not to the level that a lot of stuff like Chop does. Yeah, You know what I mean? And I believe... That is because Tom Colicchio, Padma Lakshmi, all have it in their contracts So like, hey, the buck stops with us. Producers won't have any influence on this, um, no and way. who moves forward and whatnot. So I think it's really, really uh, straight, and like in a way that has screwed the, sh- the show over in times when like I'm thinking about the Nina Compton, Nicholas Elmy finale here, Nicole. Watch it. Oh my God, Nicole, you gotta watch Top Chef.
0: I can't.
1: We got to get Tom Colicchio on the show to convince you. Oh,
0: man. I just can't. I watch too much stuff. No,
1: but this is the one show that I, I don't watch. I don't watch MasterChef. I don't watch any of the network stuff. Bravo's Top Chef is the only thing that matters. And but like,
0: I can't just sit there and enjoy it.
1: Why? Because, oh, because you're picking uh, because it apart? Because I'm
0: picking it apart and I'm just like, oh, why, why is that there? Why didn't they move this? They could have, like, you know, I'm just like that. I'm just like, I can't separate Some myself. basketball
1: players don't watch basketball. Well, you know, there you go. Anthony Edwards Who? answered recently. Anthony Edwards answered. Who is that? Name. Anthony Edwards was the number one overall pick, placed through the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's oh. like a shooting guard. New 6'4". man on
0: the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> is that the same? Uh, no. no, Minnesota
1: Vikings is a football team. Oh. Um, that they're they're doing quite well this year. Good for yep. them. Yep. Uh, against all Kirk Cousins odds. Kirk Cousins. Um, but what I'm saying is hmm. jump into Top Chef, and we, we should do a fantasy league. If we're gonna agree that cooking is a sport, Nicole, that means that cooking can be turned into a fantasy league. But can you do Top Chef? mm,
0: Can you do fantasy league with track and field people?
1: Yeah, you can. Okay, they're just like not fun. (laughs) They've turned everything into a fantasy league, Mm -mm -mm -mm. which maybe that is the sign that something's a sport if it can be fantasy sport. Don't
0: they do like
1: The Bachelor? Yeah, that's a
0: sport. Oh. The sport, Nicole, of, it is, the sport. it is, of love, Josh? It Josh, is women
1: Josh. using their physicality and their guile to either work as a team Josh. or against each other to achieve a common goal. Are you saying that
0: love is a sport?
1: Love is a battlefield.
0: Are you saying that food is love?
1: Heartache <laughs> to heartache, we stand.
0: No promises, no demands.
1: What's the next line? Love is, Love is, is a, a bad In conclusion, Nicole. What? Uh no, here's the thing. I've actually, I've changed all my definitions. This is Cooking my favorite is not a podcast sport. We've ever Cooking done, is Josh. not a sport. <laughs> skateboarding is not a sport. Wrestling is not a sport. Bodybuilding is not a sport. Track and field isn't a sport.
0: Bodybuilding is not a sport.
1: Pa- track and field, bodybuilding is an art. Yeah. It's sculpting, but of yourself. Yes, yes, yes. Um, track and field is not a sport either. No. Track <laughs> and field is a series of athletic events. Table tennis is a sport. Ping pong. Sports must involve offense and defense. You are
0: on defense all the time. You are using knives and fire.
1: No, no, no. If I I were cooking against you and I got the opportunity to just like dump salt into your food (laughs) as you had to fend me away, then it'd be a sport. But the way it stands right now, there needs to be a clear offense-defense relationship. Cooking is not a sport.
0: Cooking is a sport to me because I feel it in my heart and my soul.
1: It's beautiful. Thank you. You read that in like a fortune cookie or something? It just
0: came from, came from me.
1: Like a snapple cap?
0: It just came from me.
1: Like one of those signs at own, the Hobby Lobby I'm that's my painting?
0: Own, I'm my own snapple cap, Josh.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nicole. We've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the world. It's time for a segment we call uh,
0: Opinions of the castles.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, let's listen to our first one, please.
1: Hey, Josh and Nicole. Hey, buddy. First off, want to say love the podcast, love the work you guys do. So we do very Thank important you. work. Thank you. I would say here's my hot take, but it's not a hot take because this is an objective fact. There's no disputing this objective. <gasps> I love fact. objective facts.
0: Tuna, peanut butter, god tier combination. <laughs>
1: That's
0: all I have to say. <laughs> well, thanks for playing.
1: <laughs> this man, he <laughs> comes in, he says objective fact, Nicole, and then he says tuna and peanut butter? That's wild. What kind of crazy? Listen, listen, listen. Maybe, is- okay. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worked up. I'm, I'm, worked up. I'm, okay. I'm worked
0: up. Okay, let me tell you if a, l- just listen, listen. A little splash of soy, Ooh. a squiggle of sriracha, mm. the peanut butter and the tuna, and a little bit of cupid. Ooh. Sign me up. It sounds yeah, pretty you're damn good. <laughs> my
1: language there, Nicole. <laughs> I, ah! If we think about this logically, uh, trout almondine. Trout oui, almondine. Oui. You would crust a piece oui, of oui. trout. You would crust a piece oui. of trout and almonds. Oui. A Little pistachio crusted salmone. Oui. With the pistachio.
0: Wait. Oui. I'm saying yes. Peanuts. C'est. Peanuts C'est. In tuna. C'est. C'est. and tuna. See? I get it.
1: Uh-huh. I get it. You get to mix it in like uh tuna salad. You know? Yeah. Instead of. Yeah, you know, keep some of the tuna water in there to make it a little bit loose.
0: I'm telling you, I would probably do this. I I'd, would try. I'll try But it. my ratios would be way off the first time. I already know that.
1: Oh, yeah. You're yeah. going to want about three parts peanut butter to one part tuna. Opposite? Nope. Nope. I want my peanut butter to be interrupted by the occasional fish. Not the other way around.
0: Okay, next opinion, <laughs> please. What the
1: frick? Hi, Nicole and Josh. Love the podcast. Uh, My name is Natasha. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. And my question is the tiny human that I grew is about eight months old. And I'm wondering when I can start uh, giving
0: her any type of capsaicin sauce. If you guys by chance know that, um, or if you have any good ideas to help my little one have a good palate, that'd be cool. Love the podcast.
1: Okay. As, as parenting experts, (laughs) Nicole and I, Would advise that at eight months start introducing flaming hot Cheetos to your child. No, (laughs) no,
0: I'm not a doctor, so I don't feel comfortable responding to this.
1: Well, no, I feel very comfortable talking about my own thoughts and experiences, though, Uh, because I wasn't exposed to like diverse foods early. Okay, and like Julia and I, you know, we both got. We've got the whole baby fever right now. Sure. Not really, but, you know, of course, we're talking about, um, you know, our future and having kids Mm -hmm. and what we want that to look like. Okay. And we are walking through the farmer's market the other day, and Julia's like, oh, my God, I can't wait to have, like, little babies. And we take them through the farmer's market. And every week we go to the farmer's market, and we have them try a different piece of produce right like it's per, it was persimmon season oh that's the farmer's really circuit. cute and i just i want to take a You're little a cutie. four-year-old uh, you know baby future quarterback for the Columbus, minnesota Ohio vikings and a- nfl <laughs> expansion team and she progressive um <laughs> would you know just eat persimmons or gooseberries that's and really trying to them to new foods because i i don't know I'm probably going to be cursed with a child that only eats mac and cheese and nuggets, but no. I'm going to do my damnedest to feed him Tuscan kale. Okay, but
0: what about spicy, though? Spicy. Yeah,
1: okay, that was, that was the thing that I don't know. She's asking of...
0: about spicy foods to give to your toddler, and I don't have the answer.
1: No, in my experience, I've fed spicy food to a toddler and it went poorly. Um, I took a toddler to guisados. <laughs> I, 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 listen, I don't know. It was a famous toddler. Uh, shout out Food Baby New York. Um, and I felt really bad when you guys Matthew. hung out. Yeah, I took me to again. You LA. guys hung out. This is before, I, yeah, this is before okay. I worked here. This is when I was okay. at LA okay. Magazine. Okay. wrote a little piece. Um, I love In those my kids. experience, toddlers react very poorly to capsaicin. I'd say wait till they're like six and start dosing.
0: I them. think you ask a licensed professional
1: doctor. Oh my God, Nicole, I'm basically a doctor.
0: No, you're not.
1: I'm a pediatrician.
0: You are the opposite of a pediatrician. I could fix any kid. Bring What's me any broken kid I What's fix. What's the them. opposite of a pediatrician? A a doctor for old people?
1: Oh, gerontologist. There we go.
0: Good job. I say T
1: words. Good job.
0: All right, next up. Hi,
1: my name is Tim. I've been listening to the podcast for about a year or so now. Tim, I've been listening to you for a year. Absolutely love it. Uh, It's on my weekly rotation.
0: Uh, I just wanted to call in and say that crinkle fries are absolute trash, the absolute worst way to have a potato. And they are garbage and should be
1: eliminated from the world. I agree entirely. Love you. Mm -hmm. Bye. Love you too, Tim.
0: Uh, I feel the exact same way
1: and I can't, I cannot eloquate why. Um, Shake Shack? Okay, so Shake Shack, for one, everybody fell in love with their crinkle cut fries because they are nostalgic right stuff like that. I get that. To me though, I immediately saw the crinkle cut fries and I was like you are now lower in value in my mind because of that. <gasps>
0: really? And schematic. I don't know if it's me
1: rebelling against the like crappy crinkle cut fries you'd get in like a cafeteria or something like that, but there's something about them. We've talked about any crinkle cut vegetable I don't like. I don't like crinkle I cut love carrots them. in Thai food. I don't like it. Leave it natural. You know, I don't want you – I don't want you – I love big natural fries. <laughs> you know what I mean? The thick ones, the thick juicy ones. They can just, you know, wrap your mouth around you know, on the fries. Um, but no, I, I fully agree and I can't quite – if there was like an artisanal, Nicole, you took the best French fry recipe in the world, one uh-huh. of them Belgian double fried mother effers, oh. and you did it with crinkle cut fries – I still wouldn't like it as much as a straight fry. I don't know why. That's fine. That's
0: fine. That's fine. You have your logic. You have your sensitivities. I like (laughs) crinkle cut fries. I'll eat them. They're not my favorite. I don't think they should be control all deleted from the face of the earth. That's a little bit dramatic. (laughs) But they're good.
1: I like curly fries, man. I love... Good Jack in the guy. Box
0: curly fries? Mmm, they fire, don't... Move. Why are they so good? Fire.
1: Oh, it's because they just drench them in, like, a seasoned mm. batter and then fry them. Mm. It's all the the, is that MSG and spices. Is
0: that why the orange?
1: Yeah. I That's know. why I orange. Or- I love orange. Yeah. Crinkle fries, man. Don't do them. Hey, Josh, Nicole. This is Stephen from Alaska. Alaska?
0: Wow. Heavy whipping cream on cereal. Huh? My coworkers think I'm weird, but...
1: Yo. And it'll
0: change your life. I'm goblin
1: th- goblin mode. <laughs> Absolute goblin mode. I think
0: I've done that once when I didn't have any milk, but I added water to it.
1: That okay, I've done the heavy whipping cream plus water which um it's as we've decided is not milk. <laughs> no, I made no, the no. claim once that heavy cream plus water equals milk. It is just False. factually untrue. False. <laughs> milk is milk. Um Heavy whipping? Do you use the same amount of milk per solid ratio? No. With, like you're doing two cups of heavy whipping cream per cup of cereal. Oh uh, no! That's a lot. Less, um, less. <laughs> I guess, is it just to moisten it? It's just yes. to wet it down your whistle?
0: Wet it down the whistle with a little bit left over for drinking.
1: Yum. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, why, why wouldn't that be good? I guess this, the cereal sweetening the cream. It's real fail. It's a different experience than a bowl of cereal.
0: I haven't had a bowl of cereal in months, and my body is craving it so bad right now. Uh,
1: we've had a <gasps> box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I'm at the point where I eat so much delicious junk food at work that I go home and... I, Eat Nicole salads. last night we we went and drank and I came back at 11 p.m. and I ate a salad on my couch oh, with a glass of water. Do you
0: know what I did? I've
1: ascended to another plane. What'd you do?
0: My friend made a Ruby Rosa pizza and oh, he gave me a slice. Smoke. Yeah. And then I also, but I've never tried the original and I never want
1: to try the You're talking the about the pizza. That's a, the that's a margarita pizza with a swirl of pesto in the it middle. It's
0: incredible. And then also a Caesar salad pizza. Like just a slice though. Like a pizza with Caesar salad that's, on it.
1: That's a nice time. So
0: I had a salad too. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Yeah, I mean, what were we talking I'd about? Heavy cream and
1: cereal. I'd like to try it just enough, but I'd let it set and I'd mash the cereal and mortar and pestle into a paste and then I would rub the paste all around my lips.
0: <laughs> like, lip like a
1: lip gloss? Like a lip
0: gloss. But you and keep dropping it. your chapstick.
1: Yeah, yeah You I'll wouldn't drop one this day. one. No, not this
0: No, one, no, but no. This one. Okay. Another opinion,
1: Maggie? Hey, Josh and M, My name is Jeff from Texas. Jeff, that's not a real name. And I just want to tell you a little bit about one of my childhood meals growing up that I think is amazing that a lot of my friends get kind of confused on by the name, but seem to love it after they try it. It's called Chicken Dorito Casserole. This is, I'm already in. An entire bag of nacho cheese Doritos laid out in the bottom of a casserole dish with
0: Rotisserie chicken on top of that, yeah, and then a can of cream of mushroom, a can of uh, cream of chicken mixed together with Rotel tomatoes, a can of diced Rotel tomatoes, add it all together, pour it on top, more Doritos, more chicken and cheese, and bake it in the oven, 3.45 for five minutes. Chicken Dorito casserole comes from my great-grandmother, made it to her children in the Depression, my mom made it to me, and now I make it for my friends in the military. Just thought I would share that with y'all. Y'all have a great day.
1: Wait, hold on. One. Thank you for your service. (laughs) Thank you for your service. Two. Hell yes, brother. That is good eating right there. That is like all the stuff that I grew up on. Sounds delicious. And objectively, we are talking objectively delicious morsel of food. Yeah. He said something a little crazy in there. Did what he say it? that that's a great depression recipe? I
0: think so. Did
1: he claim that the Dorito casserole Doritos well, which were maybe, not invented Well, maybe. Well, until... I'm sure
0: that the Doritos were a new addition before yeah, that it was, it was a, probably it was a cracker, Ritz, probably or something. Ritz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But I just love the idea that like most people would consider Dorito casserole like a very kind of stoner food type yeah. thing. This is family. This is heritage cooking, baby. All right, Maggie, keep it rolling. <laughs> Come on, I gotta go watch Allie McBeal reruns.
0: Hey, this is Connor from Spokane, Washington. Hell yeah,
1: Spokane. First of all, I still resent Josh for that Spokane pizza episode. I already have enough people who think this place sucks without you helping out with that opinion. Eat it, Spokane. I'll never apologize. Uh, Secondly, uh, I think that the best (laughs) ice cream sandwiches you can get are the cheapest ones you can find because that Mm melt-in-your-hand wafer combined with... uh, Presumably, as much air as they can whip into ice cream is uh, quite delicious. Thanks. What is that? Oh my gosh. So he said one. I don't think I should have to apologize to Spokane, Washington. Spokane
0: pizza is the best pizza I've ever eaten.
1: And I think that I'm the best thing to ever happen to Spokane. I mean, when's the last time people were really talking about Spokane? Probably right? there was like, like a murderer that the lived there. Yeah,
0: probably like a murderer. I mean?
1: Couple actually, I I did start getting Spokane news. There there were Didn't like a couple, you do a
0: news story with Spokane, Washington?
1: I did so many news stories. With Spokane, That's Washington. So cool. Still, you know, talk to one of the reporters on Twitter sometimes. That's uh, so cool. I would love to move to Spokane. That's like my ideal place to retire. Where,
0: where are you gonna go? Beautiful. Where can so I no, come later? You can't just go to Spokane without (laughs) telling me.
1: (laughs) The ice cream sandwiches he's talking about, he's talking about the chocolate wafers that's borderline cracker, with one, you can tell he knows what he's talking about because he's talking about what's called overrun, the amount of air that's whipped into ice cream. And legally, there's like only a certain amount that you can do. Okay. Because it cheapens it, right, okay. per volume. Um, but it's the thin chocolate wafers with that super airy block shaving cream ice cream that when it melts, it doesn't even run. It just kind of stays thick Like a warm. fat
0: boy or a cutie?
1: Uh, UFO is, right? Is it UFO? a UFO?
0: I've never had a UFO, UFO before. UFO ice cream
1: sandwich.
0: I've never had a UFO ice cream sandwich.
1: No, not UFO. What are they? What are they even called? They don't even have a name. They're just. It's like, it.
0: Is it called? It's it.
1: Uh, no, not it's it. They're uh, Nestle calls them Vanilla Sanchez Fat Boy. Fat boy. Fat boy. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's what I said. Fat you boy. You said Fat boy. Yeah,
1: I said Fat boy. I'm totally lying, but like the generic version of Fat boy, like the Walmart. Those are, those
0: are my favorites. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. the best. Oh yeah, they're the best. They're Incredible. like discreet.
1: They're thin. They eat really tidily. Um, I don't want the big old chip witch. I don't especially want the ice cream. I do not want the artisanal ice cream sandwiches. I want the fat boys.
0: I grew up eating Tofutis Cuties, and they were the best. (laughs) They were dairy-free.
1: I grew up eating Skinny Cow. You know Skinny Cow?
0: My mom used to take the Skinny Cow chocolates and put them in the freezer, and that was also one of my treats. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but I agree. I think you like can't get much better in the ice cream sandwich game than that, for sure. If somebody wanted to try and make them like really good, like what, and, like a stroop waffle situation? Oh,
0: I would love that.
1: Right? Something yeah. indiscreet, discreet, a nice salted caramel ice cream or something. Yeah. I probably really uh, enjoy that, but just it stands like it. now.
0: I just like all ice cream sandwiches. I just like ice cream in general. (laughs)
1: Lieutenant Dead, ice cream. (laughs) And on that note, thank you for listening to Hot Dogs and Sandwich. If you want to hear more from us here in the Mathical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday.
0: If you want to be featured on Opinions or like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at Chef or at HandyZotto with the hashtag OpinionCasserole. Or if you want to leave us a voicemail, give us a ring and leave a quick (laughs) message. three 33 dog pod one It
1: puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> For more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube. We launch new videos every week.
0: See you next time.